Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A length and a half floating artist. Here's very elegant. She's coming home. 300 to go. The mighty bear moves up to incentivize and races on by. Then floating artist, Spanish vision. But very elegant. The 150, the darling of the turf, has raced clear three lengths incentivized. And it's very elegant. Ten group ones. And now the greatest of them all, the Melbourne Cup. Well, from a gangly filly by an unfashionable staying sire to an 11-time Group 1 winning modern-day champion of the turf, and yes, a darling as well. Everything about very elegant's career was remarkable. The sad news trickled through racing publications yesterday that after complications birthing her first foal, side by fellow champ, see the stars, very elegant, had passed away and also lost her foal. From breaking her maiden at Taruakaka in breathtaking fashion to winning a Melbourne Cup with fellow Kiwis Chris Waller and James McDonald uh, aligned as well, her legacy will live on even though the great mayor is gone far too young. And Nicholas Bashara was responsible for her that day at Ruakaka as her first trainer, then stayed on as a part owner along with some brilliant characters. Yesterday, would have been a brutal day for those that knew Very Elegant so well, treated her like a family member. Nick Bashara joins us now. Nick, uh, condolences to you, sir. Uh, pretty tough times, eh? Yeah, yeah. We, have, we didn't get much sleep last night, mate. And, um, yeah, yeah, it does feel like a family member's past, you know. So, um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, just still coming to terms with the whole thing, to be honest. We got in touch with a few of the boys yesterday, and they're all all the same, just all in shock. Hey, Nick, Louis here, mate. I remember uh, a couple, a few years ago, it would have been now. I came out to your place, and we filmed that a little thing right. with with the, and we. I pretty much came to the place, you know, the the, the birthplace of well, not literally of, of very elegant, and you know where she did her early work. And I remember you yep. having this like genuine buzz when I asked you like how you knew how good she was and, and you said something like well I looked at my clock and I thought my clock was broken and I could tell that you still could remember that as clear as day of when you realised she was a freak. Can you still remember that? Yep I do remember you coming out mate yeah no and um, I wondered what happened to you so I hope you've been well um, yeah no, it's, um, it was you know most trainers will tell you when they know they've got a good one um, sometimes bad luck means horses don't fulfil their potential and and stuff. And you go through 20, 30 years of training horses to 
find one like her, I probably should have retired after I sold her because I've got nothing that's going to ever win the Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup, AJC Oaks. But you keep trying, you keep going and hope you can. But, uh, you know, it, it uplifted the whole stable and uplifted everybody around us. And um, it was pretty cool, you know. Most of the owners in the original syndicate were just blue-collar South Auckland workers, you know. No one, you know, they didn't spend 100 thousand dollars buying yearlings and um, we all just ambled into this with Donnie Goodwin and um, what a ride she took us on yeah, yeah. I mean amazing really and, and like you kind of try to add it all up and the the, the, the breeding of her and, and then the way she started her pre-education all the way through to that day at Ruakaka to, to like have her going on to winning a Caulfield in the Melbourne Cup it almost just feels surreal and then there's the, the later stages and going up north and you know, the, the sad demise, but it just, like, from her where she's from, it just really feels like such an unlikely story. And, and you know how proud you were of her every time she raced because she just tried so hard. Do you reckon she had unbelievable set of lungs, a massive heart? Like, what about her? You, you, you're a stockman. You work with these animals. What about her meant that she was so tough? I, undoubtedly, I think she uh, had a massive set of lungs. Um, I do believe they're going to do an autopsy, so um, it'll be interesting to see, I think, had a massive heart and a massive lung capacity. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, as gruesome as it may sound. Um, and her courage to win, just her will to win, you know. that's uh, That goes on show with most New Zealand thoroughbreds. I mean, we breed tough, tough, courageous horses, you know. But, um, but even above that, she was, she was at the head of the class and that, you know. The amount of times in races where she got herself into trouble... And, um, you know, you think, oh, we're going to run third or fourth here. And she just pulled out. She ran through the pain barrier like a good athlete mm. can. Maybe will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, mate. Actually, I was just going to ask her about her style because if you look at a lot of racehorses, it would appear, and their racing style, from the outside looking in, uh, it would look as if she was either under pressure or racing a wee bit ungainly at times. But she wasn't. That was her method. That was just her, mate. Um, you know, she broke in nice, and um, she was, she well, she was a handful on the track. When we first got her, we were, oh, heck, what have we got here? But that was just her fire, and her. that's what made her so good, I believe. You know, she she wasn't a dirty horse or an angry horse, but she was just had that that um, that will to win, and, that, and we're doing things my way. And um, you just work with it. You know, you worked with her, and um, and that was really it. And uh, the Zeds always knew she was going to just, they just keep improving with age. You know, it's been great for Mark and his uh, stud farm down there, Grange William. Uh, yep. Put the Z on the map. And um, I think he sold a progeny out of here at the sales for two, um, close relation for 210000 So um, it's really helped. It's helped so many people. Young Connor Harrison that worked for me, he's working in Sydney for Joe Pride now. And, uh, uh, her track rider, she's a highfalutin lawyer in Sydney, and um, it just opened doors for so many people and uh, gave us a hell of a lot of pleasure. Talk about giving you a lot of pleasure. Um, I personally believe uh, she should have 
with a better ride, won the 2020 Melbourne Cup and got the double of Melbourne Cups. Um, what was, uh, I don't think she was given best the best opportunity on in 2020, but that's just me and maybe my wallet as well. But I, I can tell you, Nick, uh, and ask you, what was your individual highlight? Of the 11 group ones, I mean, you guys, you guys in the know, you look at races in a different fashion. A lot of people would say automatically the Melbourne Cup, great achievement, but there will be times she's won group ones when she couldn't possibly win them. And she's won them. What was the highlight, one or two of the highlights for you? Uh, I still think so, Smitty. I mean, I think you've got a couple of horses and everybody wants to win a Melbourne Cup. And she didn't just win it. She she put them to bed, you know, a long way out. Um, I'm fully in agreement. Uh, I don't know if um, Zara's talking to me and John Allen's talking to me for that. Uh, but an interesting sidebar there, a year before when she was down at Darren Weir's, um, James was here riding on a crack a million night, I think, and he was signing autographs afterwards, and I slided up to him. I says, mate, I need you to be riding very elegant because he had such good hands, you know, and he was very mm. diplomatic. He goes, oh, no, they're doing a good job down at Weary's. She'll be right. And at any rate, lo and behold, 12 months later, James is riding her and Chris is training her. So, um, yes, no, there's a couple of rides. She wasn't easy to ride, so it's, it's pretty easy to be critical, but I'd... The highlights were the Melbourne Cup. The low light, if you ever go get a tape of the VRC Oaks, I think um, as an owner, and that she wasn't even in the screen. Um, but hey, we're not dwelling on the negatives. We're dwelling, dwelling on the positives. So, um, but it was a match made in heaven with Wallers and uh, James and Chris Harwood, a track work rider. He had to put up with all her uh, temperament and her, um, you know, good mares can be fiery, you know, and you've just got to work with them, and they did a fantastic job, you know. It, so, uh, you yeah, know, it would be... Sorry, sorry. No, 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 my apologies, Nick. I was just yeah. saying, I was just about to say, I, I feel I remember this, and I've gone back and had a look. She, it was one of the strange racing an- uh, anomalies. She only won the same group one twice. Uh, the only she only won one group one twice. Is that right? The the Chipping Norton. Yep, she, that, the Chipping that, Norton. Sorry, yeah, so, it's going to be named after her this year, so that's going to be really emotional. Almost thinking of getting a ticket and going over, but I, uh, I might end up blubbering in the birdcage like an idiot. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good idea, anyway. You know. Well, so, yeah, you're, you're correct. Think- she uh, run from fourteen hundred to two miles, and not many Group One horses can do that, can they? Exactly what I was going to say, Nick. Like that yeah. is testament to how quirky and versatile she was. Like. Um, and you know, people, the old thing was old Wink, Winks would win a Melbourne Cup if they lined her up, but because she was a, a Z, she was tough, she went through the pain barrier. Like, there was this thing I don't think Chris was overly worried lining, lining her up, she was always going to acquit herself the best way. And, and she, the, the fact that you remember that Wink Stakes she won coming back in 2020, oh, yeah. and it, yeah, that yeah. was probably my favorite because she just had no right. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, there are so many highlights. I could probably list nine of uh, the day she smashed a Deeb, a Deeb, and the Deeb had got the better on her a couple of times, and she smashed him in the Ranvit, and he got his revenge in the Queen Elizabeth. But um, you know, it was high quality racing, and um, gee, it's you know when you yeah, what can I say? I was speechless. You know, so. Um, yeah, no, it's been a hell of a ride, and it's opened a lot of doors for a lot of people, and. Uh, you know, she deserved a better ending to life. Nobody's fault. That's that's part of horses. Um, 
Yeah. But you'd love to have seen a nudging around with two or three foals for a couple of years and then enjoying a retirement, coming back to Aussie perhaps, and uh, being buried at Melbourne when uh, she died at a happy old age of 28 or something. But, um, you know, life's not fair sometimes, and we've got to take the good the good with the bad. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a brutal game, as you know, Nick, isn't it? And, like, um, it is. yeah, we're... Very we're yeah, we're so lucky we got to spend so much time with her on the track, but yeah, I totally know what you mean, and um, yeah, just not not quite fitting for the the great mare. I, I think the other part of this is, and, and we reference Chris and James and how that felt like a real Kiwi Melbourne Cup, which it was. You got yep. the guys, and you mentioned Donnie Goodwin earlier, like the, like talk yep. about some of those characters, like especially Don. I mean, like. What what an amazing story, and and you sort talk blue collar to kind of knock around blokes out here in South Auckland, and like there's some real good crew behind it from the early days, wasn't there? There was, it was, it was, yeah, it was really, really good. Um, and the connection of uh, selling the horse to Carters and Bray and him, as uh, Donny coached all the Carter boys in uh, the young years out at uh, uh, Avondale there. He's probably going to growl at me because I can't remember the name of the team, but he was their coach. Him and Climo were their coaches. And um, it come full circle, and they ended up buying a share. The Carter boys were good at rugby and rugby league, weren't they? And uh, <laughs> that was another part of his claim to flame for Donnie. So, um, yeah, it was just sort of something that all just, it just all clicked, you know. And uh, it was a pretty special time uh, and a great, great time in my life, to be honest. And do you guys still have any close relatives? I know, because uh, does he still have the mayor, Don? Because uh, uh, yeah, didn't you sell no, him the mayor? Am I remembering that right? Yeah, it went full circle. We um, and a couple of partners were in the horse, and we really liked the horse. She had a bad paddock accident. She reared up, fell over, and uh, horses have a nerve going from the crop of their tail up to their between their ears, and she damaged that nerves, which made her unraceable. So we thought, oh, well, we haven't got 20 acres to breed her from. So, we, you know, anyway, we put her in folder Talcay and sent her to the sales. And um, Donnie Goodwin bought her, and the next year he presented the Philly foal out of it called Black Lace. So we thought, well, this is our opportunity to get back into the family. I love the family. The pedigree page was superb. It goes eight carat, all of the all of the great Cambridge stud family. And I said to the boys, we can't let this go. We'll have to grab this. At any rate, we grabbed her and she won a couple of races and uh, she also was injury prone. I bought down at Ellerslie and, uh, yeah, fractured her pelvis. So it, um, it, uh, it, she never really reached her full potential. And, um, yeah, no, Donnie has got a full sister. It's very elegant. I know Bray was in uh, the Sydney papers saying at the end of the line, but, uh, I know Don's very excited. Uh, she's over being broken in to go to Wallers. We have a three-quarter, Matt Duffy and I have a three-quarter to um, very elegant at Wallers as well. It's two. She's had a bit of education, a few jump outs, and um, he, he thinks she's all right. And, uh, yeah, so the story goes on. Tell Smithy to get his credit card out because he's a done deal <laughs> at a black place going through the uh, Gold Coast sales in June. So... Fully expect him and uh, some of the IPL Kiwi cricketers to buy in and uh, have a bit of fun with us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, no problem at all. Wasn't it? 
I'll tell you who to hit up while, while he's over here. Go David Warner. He's massive. He's got, a, he's got a credit card like you won't believe, and he does he love his horses? There you go. Oh, uh, yeah, no. And, but there's one thing about, you know, it's just been terrific, mate, that the Kiwi public got behind her, the Aussie public adored her. You know, and it, it takes special horses to do that, doesn't it, you know? Uh, the amount of phone calls and texts and emails and everything I've had far away as Perth and England and places like that, you know, people stood up and noticed. So uh, it yep. makes it pretty tough, you know. So, uh, yeah, well, I'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see Davey Warner's over here soon, isn't he, Smitty? So you're in charge of putting the syndicate together, mate. Okay, leave it. Leave it to me, Nick. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't work half bad because, bizarrely, it's one of the strange sporting connections and friendships. But James McDonald is very good friends with David Warner, and there you go. You might be able to convince if you, if you get David Warner in, then you might be able to have the access to J Mac uh, from right from the beginning. Nick, mate, um, really, really appreciate you taking time to talk to Smithy and I and the SCNZ audience because. Yeah. Like it can't have been easy, and I know you guys have had a bit of loss over the last couple of days, and it's just it's brutal for anyone. I know how much you cared about her, so I still remember the look on your face when you kind of retelling the story about when you realised she was good. So she's special to you and everyone, mate. But we really appreciate your time. All right, boys. Thanks very much, eh?